Hey guys, welcome to The Real Shit with Brit and Wit. This is Whitney. And this is Brittany. And this is a podcast that's here to make you feel normal in your everyday life. Oh, hey guys. Oh, hey. <laughs> okay, today our topic, we're talking about phones. We're talking about phones, phone problems. Um, everyone has them in their in your household in one way or another. But first, we're going to bullshit a little bit because, well, Wit, we can't ever stick to a schedule of podcasting on time. <laughs> Uh, you guys, life is so crazy. I mean, I know we've been saying that for like the past year, but I feel it so much right now. Like it's just, I don't know. I can't. Yeah. Keeping a schedule right now of stuff is just, it's just crazy. I know it really is. Like we always stick to goals. You know what though? We're here. That's all that matters at the end of the day. Like we got you. We're here. It might take us a few weeks to get here, but we get here. (laughs) (laughs) Eventually we're there. Eventually we're here. Oh gosh. Uh, what's been going on with you? Wit's just busy. She's such a career woman and I'm so proud of her. Oh, I love you. Uh, yeah, no work is busy. So that's pretty much keeping me busy. And then my kids have, you know, different stuff. Scotty is now playing like soccer and doing dance and oh, cute. you know, so just kids and work and keeping up with the house and all that fun life stuff. Yeah. You, Britt? You're like, Towards the end of your pregnancy, only a few weeks left. Like this is listen. Crazy. I'm hostile. <laughs> like the reality is I'm real hostile inside. <laughs> like I'm so close yet so far away. And every day, like I I'll feel a Braxton Hicks like super intense, like multiple times a day. And I'm like, yes, let's do this. Like be the real <laughs> thing. I'm getting hostile. I'm very large. And I know it's like you people see and they're like, no, you're not. But like, I'm sorry. I have an extra 60 pounds on me, 60 pounds. So yes, in my little world, I am very uncomfortable. Yeah. For, for your body. I know that's everyone's favorite thing to be like, oh, everyone, no, you're so tiny. Like anyone that's pregnant, you know, I feel so large yeah. because it's your body and you're used to it being a certain way. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just at the end and I think I cry every day. And here's the thing again, I'm super grateful that my body can do this. And for people just tuning in, like this pregnancy was not planned. So we were done. It is my fifth child. Five times I have done this. Like, I feel like I'm a pretty strong bitch. Okay. Like for sure. My body's done this a few times. I've been through some things in life. Like for the most part, I'm a pretty strong girl, but honestly, this is like taking me down with (laughs) the roller coaster of pregnancy is crazy. It is nuts. And the things that it does to your body and the games it plays with your mind are, yeah, it's, it's crazy. This one's taken me down. It's, it's probably pushing me physically like farther than I've ever been pushed. And I know that sounds funny because it's a baby, but like I have carpal tunnel in both of my wrists and I've had it for like the last two months. And so every single morning I wake up with like the most swollen hands and I can barely bend my fingers. Okay. Like I can't even bend my fingers for like hours. So half the day I'm like, just useless. I can't even like use my hands. So I have to wear these like God awful wrist brace things. And my family thinks it's just really funny that I'm like a cripple. And so, 
And on top of that, I don't sleep for maybe more than a few hours a night. My cankles are out of control. Like nothing fits me anymore. I probably wear the same like black maternity dress every day just because it's like it fits. I call it like my moo moo. Oh, totally. Nightgown. Yeah. You get to the <laughs> end and you're down to like one or two outfits and you're like, you know what? I'm just wearing it. I'm just wearing it until this baby decides to come. That's how it goes. Like, you know, when you get to that point where, oh man, I have a friend right now who's pregnant as well. And she's like a little bit behind me. And we were kind of laughing because she's like, I'm already hostile. And I don't even have, like, I have so much more to go, but like, even just this morning, I get so overheated. So I'm in like a tank top and just some pajama pants, you know? And I'm so overheated just trying to switch over the laundry that I like storm in my room, turn on all the fans. We have two fans in our bedroom, um, like ceiling fans. I strip off every ounce of clothing and I'm just like butt naked sitting on a rocking chair, like a beached whale, just like, <laughs> like crying. My husband's laying in bed, like you good, honey. Like you okay over there. <laughs> I'm like, fill up a bathtub with ice cubes. I need to get in. Like, I just am a psycho. <laughs> get the ice cube maker up here now. Like, I'm so hot all the time. It's bad. No, it's anyway. such a thing. I'm, I'm cold all the time. Like, it doesn't matter the season. It could be in the middle of summer and I will carry a jacket around because I know if I go somewhere, I'm going to be cold. But that's, yeah. that was the one good kind of good thing with pregnancy was like, I was finally warm and sometimes actually overheating, but it's warm. So weird. <laughs> all that blood volume, everything. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It really keeps you warm. I know. So that's pretty much where I'm at. I mean, other than that, like life is good. I'm super happy. I can't wait for him to get here. We're, you know, doing the whole project nesting thing around the house, like busy with kids, but I get a little bit overboard. Like not only do I nest, but because my personality is such a clean freak, like organized, structured person anyway, it almost takes it to a level that is like psycho. Like every day I'm like, oh just God. in case he decides to come early, everything must be done. So I spend every day like pushing through my crippled wrists, like making sure my house is clean and my laundry's done. And like every, you know, I I'm just kind of nuts right now. Like <laughs> making sure everything's done. And Mark's like, babe, if he comes early and like, there's a dish in the sink, like it's going to be okay. You know, like, no, <laughs> no, it won't. Okay. Must so do you, have you had any of your babies earlier? Do they come on time or I mean, what are we oh, kind of filling out here? They're all early. They're all okay. early, like a, at least a week. But if they're not early, my doctor induces me a week early, no matter what, but because I'm having so many, like weird issues with my body this time. Um, my dog, like I actually have an ultrasound tomorrow and he's like, if the baby's still measuring big and you're this miserable and have all these things going on, like they could potentially give you, um, I guess it's like a medical induction mm -hmm. and you can do that two weeks early. And I'm like, legit, this is my fifth kid. Like a baby's fine two weeks early. So I'm like, yes, if that's what we need to do, let's do it. Like mama doesn't care. I'm over it. <laughs> He's done cooking. He's fine. He could come right now and he's fine. I'm doing like three weeks, like three and a half weeks, you know? So, so nuts. I kind of keep holding. I know. 
So anyway, that's just kind of where I'm at. Just like a big, crazy, hot person who just needs to have everything perfect for when a baby comes. You know what I did do though, what <laughs> this time, this is what I did on the 11th of May. I actually have a cleaning crew cl- coming. I'm like Good. treating myself to a cleaning crew to come in and like, just deep clean the whole house right before baby comes. And then I also ordered from this fabulous, um, business here in Utah for you local people. Have you ever heard of beehive freezer meals? Yes. I want to do that. You're going to have to let me know. That has literally been, um, I found them a few months ago and have wondered. So you're going to have to let me know when you get them. I came across them on Instagram, like the other day, they were one of my ads on there. And I thought, you know what, that's going to be perfect. Cause we don't really have a ton of family around or like, you know, people to cook after the baby, whatever. And so I'm, I, I ordered with them. And so they're going to deliver the beginning of next month too. And that way I have 10 full dinners after baby. So I feel like I'm pretty on top of it. I feel like yeah, I am- you are, <laughs> you are a planner. I, <laughs> I mean, this is the difference between Brit and I, Brit is a planner. She's on top of it. She's got like everything down. And when I have my babies, I'm like, well, I mean, things will just work out. Like <laughs> we'll get <laughs> home. Things will work out. It'll be okay. Like not on top of it at all, but I love that you're treating yourself. I think that's perfect. Yeah. I just, I just kind of told my husband, like, listen, I've never had like got cleaners, you know, we've never had cleaners come. I've never had the house professionally cleaned. I just, you know, when it's your fifth kid, sometimes my stepdaughter's here with six kids, people, we have six kids. Like I can't do everything. Right. You know, exactly. And Mark's really funny because I was telling him about this company and a friend of mine actually owns it. So I trust who I'm going with. And he's like, seriously, we're going to pay that much for someone to come scrub our showers. He's like, I could probably do a way better job at scrubbing the showers. And I'm like, uh, (laughs) no, but seriously, I was like, um, but are you up there scrubbing the showers? No. So, (laughs) well, it's just like the whole do it yourself or right. Like the whole mentality of like, Oh my gosh, I wouldn't pay for that. I could make that myself. Okay. But will you No, you won't like you're paying for someone's time and it's totally worth it. Like it's totally worth it. I think everyone at least once in their life needs to pay to have someone else come and clean their house. Cause it is magical. Well, it's the things like, obviously I'm a neat freak psycho. So everything daily is like cleaned, Yeah. but I'm not cleaning my blinds, my ceiling fans, my baseboards, my showers, like super good. Like I'm not doing that stuff, especially yes. pregnant. Hell no. Like I can't even bend over anymore. So that's where I'm at. And like, I want to come home with a baby and just know I have dinners for almost two weeks and my house is clean in all the crevices that my crazy type a brain is just always like, remember that baseboard over there with the dust on it? Like (laughs) (laughs) that you're Uh, never getting to like, yeah, it's just all done. We're good. We can Uh, snuggle a baby and be fine. You're gonna, you're gonna (laughs) love it. It's totally worth, it's totally worth having someone come in and deep clean. Like I agree with you on the day to day, like I'll do the dishes, the laundry, like make beds, wash it, like all of that kind of stuff, like sweep the floor, clean the countertops, but it is so worth it to have someone come in and like clean my oven and clean my shower and my tubs. And like, those are stuff that I don't want to spend my time doing. You know what I mean? Like occasionally it's fine, but I don't want to spend my time doing that on the weekends or whatever. So it's totally worth it. I'm excited for you. Yeah. I'm excited. 
No. So that's pretty much it. We're just living life. I just think husbands are funny. My sister-in-law and I were actually talking about this the other day. Do you guys out there ever feel like, and please men, if you're listening, like chime in, help us with this one. It's so stupid. Like what we want to spend money on sometimes like men don't get it. They're like, Oh, my sister-in-law's like, I want some new rugs and decor for her beautiful house. They, you know, built last year or whatever. And, um, and her husband's like, that is like the weirdest purchases. Like, why, why would you spend that much on a rug? But then like he can buy like a million dirt bikes. Yes. You know? <laughs> and she's like, what? And then like me too, like I support Mark and his RC car addiction right now and fully support. Like it's a family affair. We all have them. It's super fun, but dude, that's costly. But then when I'm like, I'd like a crew to come in and deep clean the house. He's like, why would you spend money on that? I could do it so much better myself. Like, oh, okay, family. <laughs> Newsflash. Why doesn't everyone actually clean then? I yes. would love to see that. And then I will save all the money. <laughs> right? I know that's the thing. It's like, oh, well, why would we spend this money? Okay, well, if you want to do it, great. Like, go ahead. Go ahead and clean it. But I know you're not going to. You're not going to. But then it's like hundreds and hundreds of dollars on toy cars that we're driving around. I don't say a word. I'm just like, cool, this is fun. Let's do this. You never do anything for yourself, babe. And then like I do something and it's like, I could do that so much better. I know. (laughs) Everyone has their thing, right? Everyone has their thing, especially big purchases. Because Brad and I talk about this all the time. Like for me, I want to live in a nice house. Like there are certain things in a house that I'd really like or one or you know for me I would upgrade our house constantly if we could you know yeah but for Brad like he could live in a tiny little house but his thing is cars so like we don't <laughs> understand each other there you know he's like oh I could upgrade yeah. my car every year or we could buy a new house you know <laughs> well yeah car does not hold its value you're not getting anything out of it but it's always yeah everyone has their thing but yeah Isn't that funny how that works? I know my sister-in-law is like, well, you have like six dirt bikes. So good for you. I'm going to order some rugs now. Like, leave me alone. (laughs) (laughs) And we just laugh about it. (laughs) I know. Because she's the same way like you. She's like, no, I want to upgrade my home and have like all the cute stuff and, you know, whatever. So it's just funny how like different people are, you know? Totally. Yes. Uh, well, and you guys, Wit is a real estate agent. She shows some of the most gorgeous homes in the Valley. Like I'll look at her Instagram stories. And there was one the other day, what, like a $2 million listing yeah, or something. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. And the closet, there was probably like 75 cubbies of like, you could put your shoes in. I've never seen anything like it in my life. I know it's amazing. And it is, it's really fun going into these homes and being like, Oh, what a cool idea. Like log that away one day for (laughs) if I can ever build a custom home, but you know, like it's fun to see these other things, but it also comes with like, Oh dang, like I wish my house had this or I wish, you know, it is fun though. It's fun seeing the ideas that people come up with. People are creative with spaces. So I love it. My question was how did they get to the top of that? Was there a ladder? Okay. So what they do is they do bring a ladder in and they put all of their, it depends on the season. So if it's winter, all their winter shoes move down. And so they're where they can reach some of their summer shoes move up and then they swap them. So just, you know, once or twice a year, they're just swapping the shoes down, but it looks, it looks so cool. It's incredible. It looked so cool. I was like, how do you get up there? 
there's gotta be a hidden ladder. That was amazing. No, but that's the thing. Like I'm the same way with upgrading homes. If someone was like, okay, you have 20 grand. What are you going to do? My first thing would be like, oh, upgrade my kitchen, remodel my kitchen. Totally. If you said that to Mark, Hey, you have 20 grand. He'd be like, oh, I'm going to go buy like 10 more RC cars. And you know, like, <laughs> all the people. best Equity. engines. <laughs> yeah. I know. So sometimes I'm like, babe, like you better watch yourself. I'll sell all your RC cars and get my final piece of stainless steel um, appliance I need in the kitchen. <laughs> our, our stove is the last piece of the puzzle I need. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's life. Let's talk about phones, girl. Yes. Let's talk oh about my phones. Gosh. I mean, there's so, there's so many good things to phones too, though, right? Like, I feel like we're, yes we're instantly going to go into like the bad things, but phones are amazing. And I'm so glad that we have them. I'm glad that I live in a time where I have something on me all the time where I can get a hold of people or look something up if I need to, like everything is at your fingertips, which is, it's so cool. I love that, but there's a big downside to phones too. So here's how we even got on this topic. I went and I probably, a month ago or something. We were, what were we talking about? We were like joking about something of how our husbands like will think we're on the phone so much, yes. like doing whatever. Yeah. And, but there's always this constant debate of like, do you even realize how much you're on your phone, buddy? Like, no, <laughs> it's always we'll I don't know like your house, Brit, but my house it is always like, if I bring up the phone thing with Brad, like, oh my gosh, you're always on the phone. It is instantly like, well, you're always on your phone. I'm like, okay, we sit and compare like how often we're on our phone. And I think for me, it's the convenience of the time, right? Like, yes, there are times during the day where I'm working and I'll take a break and jump on my phone or I'm working on my phone, you know, but yeah, I feel like my husband, Brad comes home and I'm like already have started, like cleaned the house for the day, or I'm getting dinner ready, or like the kids need something. And he literally just comes and like sits on the couch and gets on his phone, like instantly. And I'm like, hello, (laughs) you just walked in the door and I could use some help. And I know he's trying to like decompress from work, but it is so annoying to me. It drives me nuts. No, it's a big thing out there. I really, I feel like anyone you talk to, there's always kind of this little like, battle of the phones within the household. And that's kind of how we got on this topic. And we're like, we need to talk about this. We need to like put this out there. And it's so true. And I think husbands think like for you, a lot of the times you're, like you said, you're working. So you'll be checking emails. You'll be getting back to people. You'll be scheduling showings, like whatever. So it looks like you're on your phone. Right. But then what's interesting about like the other side of it is, is Mark's kind of the same way. Like he was always like, I feel like you'll just be on Instagram. That's such a waste of time. But I'm like, well, I do run a podcast page. Like that is literally my Instagram is how I keep up with people. Like I'm not the girl who's on just scrolling mindless accounts all the time. Like I really do love to see what my friends, my family, everybody's doing. Um, But what's interesting is I'm like, well, I feel like it'll maybe be certain times of the day. I'll pop on for like 10 minutes here five minutes there just to be like, Oh, I'm going to go put this story on or something funny happened or whatever. Yeah. And he like would think that was a lot of time, but then I laugh at him because I'm like, dude, you will come home and like sit on YouTube and watch YouTube RC videos for an hour. But then when I'm like, you've been on your phone more than me today, he's like, no, 
No, I haven't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they don't even realize. Every time. No. Every time. I'm trying to do better. And they about, don't like, realize how much they're on there. They don't. And so for me, I was like, okay, maybe the first step is like admitting how much I am on my phone. You know, maybe that's the first step of like getting him to realize uh, he's on his phone a ton as me going, you know, what? I am on my phone a lot. I need to be more intentional with the time I'm spending on my phone or, you know, yeah. try to do it try to check my emails once an hour instead of like every 20 minutes or, you know, yeah. something important <laughs> is waiting, but I mean, and it is easy. It's totally easy to get sucked in to the phone and social media and, you know, online yeah. shopping and all of that stuff. But so I, I'm trying to be better about admitting, like, you're right. I am on my phone a lot, but you know, you're also on your phone a lot. I don't know. Yeah. And then I get stuck in the whole, maybe I just need to point it out to him how much he's on his phone. And that, let me tell you guys, that is not the way to go about it. Wait, wait, do you remember? Fight, that is not it. That's not, it's not the way to go about it in a healthy way for sure. And like, oh, if I just point out every time you've been on your phone for an hour or, um, can you kind of help me? You're always on your phone. That it doesn't go over well. Take my advice. Don't do that. Do you remember we were talking about that? And you're like, I think I might start an Instagram of just like how, like Brad being on his phone. Like, Yes. <laughs> Let me take a picture all the time. That way he can go back and see how often. And you, I'll just do one picture of him and I'll do the times from when I noticed he was on his phone to when he gets on. <laughs> the thing is he would start an Instagram account with me doing the same thing. So just be a battle. It's like buying stuff like to them, what they're doing is so much more important, right? Like, well, I need to watch all these RC car videos that these awesome guys are doing. But if I'm on Instagram, it's like, oh, social media is a big problem, Brittany. Like Mark hates social media, hates it. He doesn't use it. He thinks it's absolutely absurd that me and the girls even have any social media. And, but I laugh because I'm like, what the crap? How is YouTube any different? It's <laughs> like, not. I don't, I don't understand. Instead of people. I mean, you can on Instagram too, but most of the time, like you yeah. said, you're getting on to see people that you know, or interact with people or get a recipe yeah. or whatever. So, I mean, YouTube is not, it's pretty much the same thing. And those videos tend to be a little longer than quickly scrolling through, but I know it's just interesting before the whole YouTube RC car video, Mark really wasn't on his phone, but this hobby has like created him to just, it's like, he's on there all the time now on YouTube and he made his own YouTube channel what? of like his RC racing. <laughs> and so it's kind of cute, but I'm just saying it's kind of annoying when it's like, don't you dare diss me for having an Instagram, but then sit on YouTube and watch like a billion videos of whatever. And well, the fact that he started his own YouTube, like he can't, yeah, he can't argue with you having an Instagram account. If he's going to start a YouTube channel, like I'm sorry. here, I'm going to give him There's a shout out. So all of, all of you go tell your, your, your sons or your husband's Okay. The art, the YouTube channel you need to go check out is Hakes, H-A-K-E-S racing, but the R and the C in racing are capitalized, right? Because it's RC, get it? So Hakes Racing, capital R, capital C, go ahead and check out his cute little page. And <laughs> it's adorable it. because he, I love it. Him and his brother do this and like he'll every day he gets on, he's like, 
all right, like 57 views on my video. And I'm like, was 40, like nine of those you, like you're always, (laughs) I was just checking. I was just checking. (laughs) It's so adorable. And he has like six subscribers so far. It's like me, his mom, our kids, his brother. (laughs) It was like us when we started the podcast. (laughs) Oh, we have 10 downloads. Oh, sweet. Yes. I'm like, don't worry, baby. You're going to get there. You're going to get there. I have faith in you. No, really check it out. There's one of me running him over on accident with a giant RC car and it takes out his legs. I leg swept him. So it's actually very entertaining, but you know what I joke about? I'm like, Hey babe, if we started you an Instagram, you'd probably get more popular faster. Just saying, (laughs) just saying, consider it. Maybe, maybe think it over. Oh my gosh. Just saying. Um, no. So phones, phones really are awesome. I agree with you. There's like pros and cons for sure like exactly what you said about phones being just, you can do anything at any moment. Mm-hmm. I love that. Like, where's this restaurant, you know, staying in communication with everybody, looking up something. Pinterest is my heaven, like my Bible. You know what I'm totally. saying? Like yes. find anything on there. I was just going to say, I think that sometimes having all that at our fingertips makes it easier to maybe disconnect from the world though. Right. Like, or not interact as much because everything is at your fingertips. For sure. There's like, it is a double-edged sword for sure. I mean, you have it it, because it can become addictive and that's a whole nother topic. We're going to talk about another time is kind of the addictions that people can get into, whether it's like pornography or things, even just a social media addiction or like comparing yourself to everything. And, um, which then leads to depression and, you know, just really severe personal problems too. Oh, for sure. Well, we asked some of our Instagram followers about the phones and what they hate about it, you know, with their spouses or their kids or like what bothers what really bothers people about the phone usage and Brett, what, what were some of the responses on that? Like, okay. So a lot of it we've found has to do with the kids. Um, so we had one follower say like how kids can't entertain themselves without it. That is such a huge problem. Yes. Such a huge problem. It is. I'm dealing with that, you know, with my 11 year old. She is constantly on the phone. And even though we've set up certain times that she can be on it or like an amount of time for the apps or whatever, it still feels like she is constantly on her phone. And it it is a huge distraction for her. You know, you tell her, Kate, I need you to clean your room. You get up there a half hour later. She's literally done nothing because she's been even, even just as simple as like putting music on so that she can clean while she listens to music is like a huge to do because now yeah. she's got a, she wants to sit down and create like a playlist or certain songs that play, or, I mean, it yeah. just becomes like an all inclusive encumbrance, like this whole thing that she just has to do before she does anything else. Yeah. It is so annoying with kids and phones. And here's, what's difficult. Like when we were kids, we didn't have this technology. Okay. Yep. Whit and I are both in our thirties. We did not have this technology. We did not have everything at our fingertips. I remember like what those little phones were coming out, like 
maybe when I just started driving as a teenager and it was kind of like, you had to pay to put more minutes on it or something. And it was like, only use this. If you crash and you need to call me like from your mom, (laughs) text message, we were all still sending it and receiving a text message cost money. So no, you didn't text. I think it was my senior year that finally, like you could get a texting package or, you know, but for a long time, texting costs money. No, we were still at home, like on AOL dial up, like talking to our peeps over the computer. Like this wasn't kids. They don't even understand nowadays how, like what the world even was back then, you know? And so I think when we were younger, we had to use our brains more. We had to get out there, entertain ourselves, play with our friends, hang out with our friends, do other things. And it drives me crazy that this is what the world has become, even though there's so many good things about having phones. I think something as a parent, I have found that super difficult and you might agree is it's like, at what age do you give your kid a phone? Yes. Well, a couple years ago, I mean, my oldest is now 14 and a couple years ago, it was like, you know, I told her, listen, you have to be 12. You have to be 12. I'm not giving you a phone before you're 12. And even a few years ago, I feel like that was like kind of the thing. And now I feel like freaking six-year-olds have their own phone. I'm like, what? Yeah. It's nuts. It's weird. It is weird. It, I know. Well, that's because everything that I've kind of read and seen says, you know, you really shouldn't give your kids a phone or a smartphone in particular until really until they're like in high school, just because of, you know, the implications of social media and depression and, you know, online bullying and all them not learning to be bored and how to handle that and all that kind of stuff, you know, but it is, as a parent, and I know we should not parent just for everyone else. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, I want my kid yeah. to fit in. Like that shouldn't be the concern, but it is. It is a concern when, you know, your kid is the only one left out. Now, I didn't have a choice in when my daughter got a cell phone, her dad bought it for her. So that, and to me, it was, she was nine, I think, when she got her phone. So to me, that was a little now, did early. He- did he come to you first and ask you, or did he just do it? Um, I wouldn't say he asked. He just kind of told me like, Hey, I'm buying Isabel a phone for Christmas because I want to be able to get a hold of her. And I want her, you know, to have a way to get a hold of us if something, if she needs something. Now I would have preferred that she would have okay. just gotten a flip phone, you know, yeah. that way she can call and get a hold of us if she needs something, but then she's not on it all the time, but she could still have music or whatever. Um, but for him, it was easier and cheaper for him just to give her an old iPhone that he already had. So that's what he did. And, you know, a lot of that's, that's what's happening with a lot of the kids today. And so with my oldest, we made the rule of 12, excuse me. And we stuck to that. But then what happens is my stepdaughter, right. Um, being, well, Bella's 14, she's 10. So they're four years apart. So, I mean, gosh, she was what eight, uh, at the time. And it was almost like that same next year, right? We make this rule have to be 12 years old in our house. But then my stepdaughter comes over with a phone at eight years old because my oldest has a phone and, and her mom did not ask my husband. He was actually super bugged with that because he, he didn't even think 12 was old enough to have a phone. Um, And so all of a sudden, like here, she shows up an eight-year-old with a phone, an iPhone, whatever. And then, so then you've got 
the middle one of mine, right. (laughs) Being like, Whoa, hang on. Like they're only a year apart. So she was 10. My middle daughter was 10 and she's going, hold on. Why does she get a phone? But I have to wait till I'm 12. Like no fair. And, and that's just like, welcome to the lovely blended family world. Um, where my husband's like, well, I can't control what goes over, goes on over there. Like nobody even asked me if a phone was okay. And so we kind of had to make the rule of like, Hey, listen, like while you're here, you know, the phone has to be put away because it really isn't a fair thing for everybody. And then we kind of realized we can't freaking fight this. And so before we went to Disneyland last year, Mark just surprised Ava with a phone. And I was, I was just so, I remember just feeling bugged because it's like, uh, like there's certain rules you put in your house, but when you're blended, you can't. Like, how am I supposed to look at my 10 year old and say, sorry, you have to wait two more years, even though your little sister's coming over with a phone all the time now too. Like it broke my heart for her, you know? Yeah. And it is, it is hard, especially when at 10, a lot of the kids at school have phones, you know? So it's exactly, yeah. Almost everyone has a phone. And that's what I mean. Like it is, it is really hard to see your child left out on something that is becoming so normal. And not necessarily exactly. that makes it right to make the decision, but it's still like, it is, it's really hard. It's really hard. It's so hard. You're exactly right. And, and honestly, Mark was pretty pissed about that scenario because he just was like, he just, he, you know, he has his own thoughts, but we'll leave it at that. He was pretty ticked. So he chose as a stepdad to step up and get Ava a phone. And here's the difference between us is like, we went to Bella's dad. We went to Ava's dad and we're like, Hey, this is kind of our thought process. Like, how do you feel about it? And gave their other parent a chance to come back and say, I'm okay with it. However, there needs to be limits on apps. I don't want social media X, Y, Z. Like, you know, so we kind of had a co-parenting plan in place. Whereas on the other side of this blended family, like we don't have the control and they just do whatever they want. Um, and so anyway, then all three of our girls ended up with phones. Yeah. Um, and with our girls here, I think for those of you out there wondering like, oh my gosh, it seems like all my kid wants to do is be on a phone and you just don't even know what to do. This is kind of what we do in our house. Um, they are allowed, I don't know. There's so much to this, even like TikTok. It's like every freaking kid out there has TikTok. I was just going to bring you hate up. it. Yeah. It's like, you hate it. But as a parent, how, uh, it's so annoying. It's like, how do you be the only parent that's like, I'm sorry, you can't have any of this. And then your kid's like doing it behind your back or, you yes. know, hating you or whatever. Yeah. Cause that's what I was going to, I was going to bring up TikTok in particular. Cause so Isabel is not allowed to have social media as far as like Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, like she doesn't have anything like that, but she has TikTok and she's had TikTok since she got her phone before TikTok was a big thing. Like back yeah. when it was really just teenage kids dancing, like that's when yeah. she downloaded TikTok. And now that it's turned into a bigger thing, like I honestly struggle with it. I want to delete it off of her phone. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want her to have TikTok just because I feel like there's now so much adult content on there. Yeah. But I do periodically go through her TikTok. She is a private account. 
And sometimes I'll go through and I'll like, I'll watch the videos and I will, you can hold your finger down on videos and you can block that person. You can block content that's similar to that or using the same sound. So I'll go through her stuff sometimes and like block things that I feel like are inappropriate for her to see at 11, you know, or for her, like that sound isn't great. So I'm going to block that. But, and that's kind of been my, I guess, compromise with letting her keep it. But I still like, it's a total inner, inner battle, right? Because so many kids have it, like all of her friends, her cousins have it, like, and it it is a way for them. Like, I think she's friends with your daughters on, on TikTok. Like it's, it's a way (laughs) it's fun for them to see things and and stuff. I just have to, I, I feel like for me, I have to go through it occasionally and do stuff, but I I still struggle with wanting to delete it. Well, and each kid is so different too. Like, you know, I think every freaking parent in America in the world is dealing with like, how do we get our kids to not be on their phones so much? And, and it is, it's that battle of like, ah, like I want to let them be doing what, you know, all their peers and stuff are kind of doing as well, but I want to still have rules and boundaries and not expose them to so much. And we're all kind of in that battle. Right. Um, and so we have, with the girls, like their apps have a limit that we can control our phone. Right. And that's kind of helped a lot. Like my girls have never had free reign of their phones. Um, and so they have to, like they're allowed, um, their entertainment app or whatever it is for one hour a day, one hour, that's it. So I'm like, if you sit on TikTok for an hour or make a couple videos and then scroll and it's done, you're done. And there's instances where we'll, them to request more time. And that's if they have friends over, if my stepdaughter's over and they're making, you know, videos or whatever and having fun, then it's like, okay, maybe the weekend I'll allow them a little bit more, but there's time limits on everything and their phones don't even turn on until 9am. Um, and then at 9pm, everything shuts off. So they physically can't even like touch their apps or get into them from nine to nine. Yes. And that is so, and they're not allowed to have like phones in their bedrooms at night. And we just kind of made these little rules where it's like, Hey, you guys want phones at young ages. Great. We'll be the cool parents and allow this to happen, but you still are young and you live under our roof and we pay for these phones. So our rules go and you have to deal with it. And my girls are really, they've been actually really good about it. Um, every kid is different. Like talking about the TikTok thing. I agree with you. It's hard. There's so much trash on there, There is, you know, and both yeah. my girls are super different. Like with Bella, she's more of like her horse riding or funny videos. Whereas my Ava's a little bit more like into the trendier dances and things like that. And so sometimes I have to be like, um, nope, get that off of there. Like you're not going to wear a crop top doing a TikTok dance. Sorry, you're 11. You yeah, know? exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, and like, I remember when Bella first got her TikTok, I kind of had to teach her too. Like, oh my gosh, she had to give away a bunny one time. She had to like give up her pet bunny at her dad's house. And she was super depressed for like weeks. And she would make these depressed TikToks of like, her crying and just staring into the camera. And like, there was a sad song on and I'm like, uh, nope, not going to be that person. Like, sorry, (laughs) get it off. Not doing that. So (laughs) that's a new, not going to be doing this. And I kind of have to teach them like what's appropriate and what's not. So I don't know. It's definitely, but how the hell do you get your kids off the phone? It's so hard. I think boundaries is the only way and rules. Yes. 
Another thing we do in our house, for those of you out there, like wondering how to balance this, um, my girls cannot even have their phones unless they have their daily stuff done. So we call them dailies and it's making your bed, tidying up your room, um, either putting your laundry away or taking it up to the laundry room, whatever, and tidying up their bathroom and 20 minutes of reading. And those are like the five things where I'm like, if you have all of that done, then you may have your phone. Right. Yes. And it's been working in our house. So no, I agree. I think it it is about having rules in place and boundaries. And we kind of have the same thing where, you know, um, Isabel's phone doesn't like, she can't get on anything from, I think it's from eight to nine or something like that. So she can't get on anything. And then at night she has to, her phone has to be plugged in downstairs. She doesn't get to plug it in on her room, you know, so she's not on it all night or I mean, yeah. she can't be, but it's not even a thing. And then, yeah, she's, she has to come home and do her homework before she can get on her phone. So there, I mean, there, there's rules and stuff. The other thing I wanted to to say about phones is kind of, I, I feel like this is also the way that the world is going. We are going to technology. We are going to, I, I think it's going to come a point where almost everything in our lives is automated through a computer. You know, we're going to be able to, I mean, we're already, I'm already to turn able to turn on half my lights by, you know, just with a voice command <laughs> or, you know, like yeah. I think everything is going to become so automated and this is the way of the world that, um, I, I want my kids to, to be bored and learn how to deal with boredom because I think that's where creativity is bred. But I also feel like I have to give credit to the phone and the internet and all of that, because that's also breeding a lot of creativity in my girls. You know, they see someone do something, yeah. it gives them an idea and they want to go and draw or paint or try this new trick or do, I mean, it is also breeding creativity. So I, I don't, especially with my kids don't want to look at it as like, this is such a horrible thing because I, I do think there's some really good things in it. And I think that this is going to be the world that they're growing up in and there's good ways to use it as well. You know what I'm saying? That's actually a great point with like, I love that you brought that up because I, I didn't even like put that together that that is kind of what kids do. Oh, Hey, I saw this on Pinterest or TikTok or whatever. Like I want to try it. So that's actually a great point. It really does bring some creativity in for sure. Definitely. That's, that's a, that's a really good point. And yeah, you can do everything. Like I feel like with your phones, like you're so right. It, you almost have to just embrace it. And I feel like, you know, Mark has kind of this older school mentality where he's just like, ah, phones are going to ruin everybody's lives. But it's like, babe, that's what everyone's doing. I mean, this is like, like you're saying, it's just the way the world's going. And you just almost as like a mom, you like, can't fight it anymore. You just can't. Right. Yeah. And you I know you just I also can't. don't want to, I don't want to be the person that, you know, back in the day was like, Oh, this, the newspaper is going to ruin everything or books are ruining kids' minds. Or, you know, I feel like every generation has kind of gone through one thing or another of, of the uh, thinking the younger generation is going to be ruined by something. And I think ours right now is feeling like our kids are going to be ruined by technology and the phone. And in reality, that's advancing humanity so much. Now there's definitely evils of it as well, but I think there's some really good things. And I think we have to remember that too. There just has to be boundaries and rules in place to protect everyone. Exactly. And everything is balanced. Everything is balanced. So 
you know, for you mamas out there that are just like, what am I doing wrong that my kids don't ever want to be off their phone or this or that? Like, no, like we're all in the same boat together. It's like kids even I'll, I'll watch my, like my stepdaughter comes over and like the girls, they love each other. These, these sisters are the best of friends, but it's interesting to me to watch them. And, and I'm like, what they do for fun, half of it is on their phone. They're playing Roblox. They're making videos. They're doing on their phone. Like, (laughs) yeah, they're together, but they're doing like phone things. And sometimes I will get anxious. Like, oh my gosh, mom can see like everything she does on her phone. And sometimes I'll like get anxious. Like, does she just think she comes over to dad's and the kid just sits on her phone the whole time. But it's like, no, these girls are like having a blast together, Yeah. but it's funny. Like they'll have friends over and I'm like, Hey, do you guys want to like do anything else other than just be on your phones? They're like, no, we're having fun. We're doing this and this. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Hey guys, there's a world out there. (gasps) What? Like, (laughs) I know. So I, I feel like I talked to so many like mamas who, especially like maybe younger than me or have like younger kids and are just kind of, you know, starting this whole journey that are like, what am I doing wrong? That my kids are always on the phone. I'm like, no, sounds like you're just the exact parent of the rest of us like yep. out there. Exactly you know? right. <laughs> it's so funny. Um, we had another, let's see, I'm trying to get back to what our followers said. A lot of it was kids. Uh, one person said, my kids overloading my camera with pics. That's funny. Probably like the kids that don't have their own phones, like grabbing mom's phone for totally. sure. Scotland will do that all the time. That's all the time. <laughs> you never know what you're going to find on there. Um, someone said at the dinner table. Okay. Yes. Here is a rule at our house. No phones at the dinner table. Make that a rule people in your house, even you and your spouse or your yeah. partner. Like I even Mark sometimes if he's like on his phone texting or like, sometimes it'll be a side job. Right. And we're having a family dinner, you know, doing a family night. <clears throat> I'll kind of just be like, Hey babe, like, is it important or can it wait? And I'm not in a naggy way, but just, I almost had to like say to him, like, we have to be the example for the kids. You know, if they're sitting there like, well, why don't we get our phones at the dinner table? But dad's on his phone. You know what I mean? Like, so no phones at the table. That's a huge rule of ours in our house. Now, every mom out there, I'm sorry, but when you go to a restaurant and you have a freaking toddler, by all means, grab (laughs) that Netflix on your phone and turn on Coco Melon or Baby Bum, like whatever you have to do, girl. (laughs) <laughs> to get through that meal. No judgment here, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. When you're out and about and you need to have an adult conversation and that kid is like, mommy, mommy, like that's totally fine. You know, give that kid whatever it needs. If it needs crayons and a coloring page or your phone, like there is no judgment from us. I do it all the time. No. And I'm sure that other people are maybe like, oh my gosh, but that that's the way it works for us. But I agree with you at home. <laughs> I need to be better about making the roll with no phones at the dinner table. Cause it's usually me going through emails or doing, you know, and we'll just sit around and I'm, I, f- I always feel like, Oh, I'm still engaging, like talking, but I need to just put it down like dinner it can yeah. wait after dinner. Dinner's not that long. So that's just always been our thing, but really it's only a few times a week. Like we will do a big family dinner when my stepdaughter's here, where we're all sitting at the table. It's more of a you know, more formal dinner setting. And that's really where I'm like, no phones. But if Mark's at work and, you know, half of the kids are gone at another parents and it's just like, let's say me and Hazel eating here, right? My three-year-old, it's kind of like, yeah, I'm going to pop my AirPods in and watch one of my shows while I'm eating 
while she has a show on or something sometimes. Cause it's yeah, like definitely. my three-year-old's not engaging with me at dinner time while we're heating up leftovers. Like I'm not yeah. saying never have your phone, but like, but if it's a family think, dinner and everyone's order. sitting down for sure. Yeah. Um, so that was when we had, I know we're kind of run out of time. Someone said, <clears throat> Oh, someone said effing AirPods, husband, kids, all of it. I talk to myself a lot. So I think she's saying like her husband and kids always have, always AirPods, have AirPods in. Oh my gosh. The, Amen to this. the yes. headphones. Oh, the headphones people like kill me. <laughs> you guys, that's the thing. So my husband will my- come in from work and he'll sit on the couch and get on his phone and then I'll be talking to him and he'll all of a sudden look up and be like, are you talking to me? And pull out his AirPod. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, <laughs> I'm not even, I don't even know you have it in. So then I'm just talking to, yes, I totally get that. And every kid has their earphones in all the freaking time. It's so annoying. I know. Like, especially my oldest, she honestly, that's like Brad, like we made a funny video. If you, if you're listening and you don't follow us on Instagram, go on our Instagram. We did like a mother daughter, not understanding each other video. It is so funny. And one of the little skits in there is her always having headphones on what? Are you talking to me? Is someone talking to me? Sometimes I'll be upstairs like Bella dinner or like whatever. And like, she's never, I'm like, where is your sister? She has her headphones on. I'm like, oh, shoot me. Then I have to, that's when I'm grateful for phones because I can at least text her. her. Okay. Come (laughs) upstairs. (laughs) Yes. My, we have a rule now. Um, cause Isabel doesn't, she has like the not AirPods, but the ones that go in your ears. And she will literally like at the grocery store, you guys, she's listening to it and she's in everybody's way because she's not paying attention. So like she'll literally cut (laughs) off other people's grocery carts. So, and in the car too, you're like, Hey, Isabel, can you stop doing like, Hey, can you, and she doesn't hear anything. So it is now a rule. She has to leave one AirPod out at all times. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's really annoying in the car too. My daughters will do it and they're in the very back of our SUV. It's like, you'll be up in the front of the car. Like this woman who wrote this in, right? She's like, I feel like I'm always talking to myself. No, that's a real thing. You're just like, oh girls, da, 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 and I'll be talking to them. And I'm like, no one's answering me. And I look in my rear view mirror and I'm like, hello. Like, yes. <laughs> why yep. do we always have to have stupid earphones in? Yeah. So that's always an annoying thing. Um, let's just buzz through some of these. Someone said always having a phone in hand while watching shows. I think that's a huge one. Another rule in our house with my husband and I, like if we sit down at the end of the night and watch a show, put your phone down. That, that actually is one that pisses me off. Yeah. Like, no, that's our quality time. Sit with me, be here, be present. And neither one of us really struggle with that one. What about you guys in your house? Uh, I'm the worst at that because we'll watch, a sh- we'll be watching a <laughs> show. And if I'm not, if I don't care for the show or I'm not entertained by it, I will pick up my phone for sure. I'm trying to be better at it because it is annoying yeah. and it, it absolutely like when Brad does it, it annoys the hell out of me, but I am definitely the worst at that. So I'm trying to be that is so better funny. and more present. I've just like, put the phone down. There's nothing that you really need to see on it. Like you're spending quality time together. So, yeah. And like the kids too, if they're like, let's have a movie night. And then we are all sitting watching a movie and half the time it's like some stupid shit. I don't even really want to be watching. Yes. And then I'll see one of them pick up their phones. I'm like, Oh no. Like <laughs> if I'm sitting here watching this stupid kid show. Like, so are you? We're all going to somebody. This is my favorite. My, my daughter actually, she commented (laughs) on here and she said, 
I said, what's your, we, we asked the question, what is, what are your phone problems in your house? She said, parents get mad when I use it to listen to music in the morning, my happy place. <laughs> oh, she doesn't listen oh, to this podcast, cool. but I thought it was really how cute. I just have to, that's how kids look at you roundabout way. <laughs> I love suck. that she answered. <laughs> I love that she answers my Instagram sticker on her Instagram. <laughs> like yeah. she does not listen to this podcast. Let me tell you though, that's how kids look at us moms, right? We get the shit end of the deal. They're just like, oh, you don't even want me to be in my happy place listening to music. <laughs> no, the reality is you never take your damn headphones off and no one can ever get a hold of you. It's not that I'm like, don't listen to your music. My child that was funny. Too slow if she's yeah. listening to anything. So we can't oh, do yeah. it in the morning. Someone said again, aimless scrolling, um, even when just on social media, not always being present. So yeah, I think that's just one of the bigger topics. Someone said, uh, turns the kids into zombies and makes me crazy when they don't listen. Yes. Someone said YouTube waste of time. Oh my gosh, girl. She needs to message my husband. Um, yeah, I think that's, those are just a few. Um, we're definitely going to touch more on kind of the addiction side of things that can happen on the phone on another episode, I think later down the road. So take a deeper dive into that. Just know you're not alone out there. We're all alone in your struggles. Figure this out, especially the mom's struggles and phones and kids and teenagers and pre-teenagers and headphones and spouses. (laughs) Definitely. For sure. You guys, the list goes on and on. (laughs) Well, that's why we're here, you guys, to help you feel normal in your everyday shit that you go through. So thanks for listening. Um, maybe tonight, you know, if, if, if your household is not going in a direction you feel good about, make little changes, make some rules for your kids before they can pick up that phone, um, put some parental things on the phone, tell your spouse to get off the phone while you're watching TV dinner table, whatever it is, whatever you need to do, kind of make those adjustments because phones are a great thing, but we don't want it to like rule our humanity to the end, you know, like you got to still, we need human interaction for sure. Yeah. And let let your kids even help you come up with rules, you know, of we want to spend some more quality time together as a family. What rules can we put in place? These are some of the things I'm thinking of and let them help come up with some of those rules. So they feel like they're input is valid. And that way you're not just coming down with the hammer, right? Yeah. Being the bad guy. And Hey, if you want to waste more time on your phone, go follow us over on Instagram, the real shit with Brit and Whit. <laughs> go follow us, put your input hey guys. in, let us know what you want to hear from us until next time. Let's keep it real.